I was blessed with an opportunity to get an advanced screening of the new movie Harriet. And while watching this movie, something came to my mind that I want the culture to understand. Fear is the ultimate slavery. Welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. Watching this Harriet movie, a lot of things are rushing through my mind. I'm trying to figure out how is this going to be received for the culture, how is this going to be perceived, and what kind of impact is this going to have? Is the box office going to be kind to Harriet? Is this going to cause uh, a trend of more slave-related movies? Is this the last of the slave movies? Like, what? Where are we at in history? Now, I'm not. There's not really much to spoil. If you know Harriet Tubman, then you know she frees slaves. You understand that she did whatever it took to bring these slaves to freedom and to see freedom land. But through the arc of that story, you learn something a lot deeper. And so what will be the impact of this Harriet movie if I'm projecting long term? That's what we kind of do on this podcast. Besides looking at the equity of things, we also look at the impact of things. Because a lot of times, what the greatest equity besides friendship, I, I tell everyone the greatest equity is friendship. I believe one of the other greatest equities is cultural equity. Being able to move a culture, being able to sit down with someone that you never met and say, man, that movie coming to America, that was great. And sitting there and talking about it for an hour with someone you just met. That's called cultural equity. When you can sit down and talk about the Lakers game or the Boston Celtics or the Cowboys, the Patriots. These things create cultural equity that allow conversations to flow easier. So does Harriet Tubman create cultural equity? Yes. 
Harriet Tubman is going to be a movie that people are going to reference forever. That's how impactful just the story of Harriet Tubman is. This is just the movie that goes along with the story. We've already been referencing Harriet Tubman forever. Now that there's a movie behind it, we now have visual uh, proof, so to speak. Hey, look what she did. But then here's the real question. The real question one would ask is what did Harriet Tubman actually do? Was it simply just freeing slaves? Or is it something a little bit deeper? And if it is something deeper, what is that something? Now, normally on a lot of episodes, we're looking at the equity of a situation. We're looking at who owns it and and what's going to happen with this and box office numbers. But you already know, as the audience, we've already done that with this movie. And so for me to come on here and try to do that again would be a disservice to the audience. We already have a full episode called Not Another Slave Movie, which you can go back and listen to if your heart so desires. We break down where this movie is going to be. And I wrestle with the fact, am I going to watch it or am I not going to watch it? Now that you've listened to that episode, you now know that I've watched the Harriet movie, and the verdict is in. It's going to have cultural equity forever. It is a it is a story that kind of surpasses just a slave movie. See, a lot of these other slave-related pictures and films aren't going to have that same impact that Harriet Tubman is because Harriet Tubman is... It's a different level of the slave story. A lot of these other stories have you stuck inside of that world and you can't get out. And if you get out, uh, dire consequences are going to happen. And that's it. (laughs) There's not much more that comes from it other than you're in a dire situation and there's really not much you can do. You, your mind is enslaved, your body is enslaved, your heart is enslaved because those people in a lot of those other stories, either they didn't find a way to get out or they they got out and they were killed or there was something dramatic that happened because of it. But see, this story is a little different with our cultural equity. The reason why this story is different is because Harriet Tubman is fearless. See, when we look at the definition of fear and look at the equity of words, fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, or pain. Whether that threat is real or, or is the key word here, or imagined. Whether the threat is real or imagined. Whether the threat is real or imagined, Harriet Tubman was 
did everything she possibly could to free as many slaves as she possibly could. But here's the thing. They weren't slaves, my friends. They were humans. They were humans who told themselves that they were slaves because that's what someone told them that they were. And to be anything else which is too much fear to imagine. To be free for many people was an imagination that was just too much to handle. Many of the people that Harriet Tubman could not save was because they imagined their life on the other side and all they saw was fear. What if this happened? What if that happened? And what if this happens? And as I'm listening and watching this movie, I started thinking about all the different people I've met in my life. And as you're trying to talk to them, they're in the middle of their Harriet Tubman moment where they know where they need to go. They know they need to head up north. But they're stuck in an imagined fear. Now, not to say that some of the fear wasn't justified based off the stories that they heard. Not to say that there wasn't some form of danger, some form of fear. Not to say that none of that was real, but it's not real until it happens. It's not not real until you face it. You don't know what's going to happen when you go towards your freedom. And so what my question is, as I'm looking at this movie, as I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all in and looking at the wisdom, what is what is your greatest fear? I want you to write it down. I want you to write down what your greatest fears are. And then I want you to look back at what you just wrote down. And I want you to tell me if these things that you just wrote down are real or imagined. A lot of people are stuck in the same spot because they are operating off imagined fear. And they can't move to that next level. No matter how much we expose them on all these different podcast episodes of business owners, of investors, how you can acquire this and acquire that, no matter what we hand them, all they see is those things that they just wrote down. What if people laugh at me? What if I do it wrong? What if I, what if I mess up? What if I fail? What if I lose money? What if this? What if that? What if uh, I lose it all? 
And, and many times what we have to do here on the Black Equity Podcast is break through that fear. Because it doesn't matter how great your branding is on your podcast and how many smiling faces are on the cover of your podcast. If the people who are listening to you hear it and do nothing. If the people who are listening to your podcast hear your podcast episode and do nothing with it, they are operating out of fear. And that tells me that you didn't spend enough time showing them that there's nothing to be afraid of. You cared about your podcast listeners. You cared about your YouTube listeners. You cared about building your brand and getting your face out there so everybody knows who you are. But you didn't really care about your people. You cared about your sponsorships. You cared about who knew you. You cared about your own connections. You even dedicate your own episodes to yourself. But when it all comes down to it, if the people who are listening are too afraid to move, what are you really handing them? One of the things that you'll learn by listening and watching the Harriet Tubman movie is she had to show some people that she was fearless. And through her being fearless, others became fearless as well. So I have to prepare you for the episodes that are going to be coming next week, next month, and next year. If I don't prepare you now, when I come get you and pull you from where you are, you'll be too afraid to come with me. You'll even tell me that where you are is better than where I can take you. You'll look me in the eye and say, I'd rather stay here where it's safe. But I have to teach you now how to be fearless. One thing Harriet Tubman forgot to do is she didn't teach a lot of the people how to be fearless before she reached freedom, mainly because she didn't know that she needed to do that. She thought she can reach freedom and come back and save her people. She thought she could do that. Some people were willing to come. Some were too afraid to make that step. So here's how to be fearless, my friends. Because fear is the ultimate form of slavery. Number one, I want you to stay open to all possibilities. Stop paying attention to outcomes. I want you to pay attention to all possibilities. You may think you want to go right, but sometimes you might you might have to go left. Stay open to all possibilities. Number two, I want you to embrace change. 
I want you to embrace change, even change that appears, appears not to be going in the direction you wanted to go. Change is constant. Remember, there's no such thing as time. This is evolution. You and I are in our evolution season. Everything is going to be evolving and evolution is change. And that means things are going to be moving and, and, and shifting and shaking at enormous speeds. And I need you to be ready for you to embrace change or you'll be stuck in fear. Number three, I want you to make plans, but I want those plans to be loose. I want you to set goals. Really, I want you to set standards, but I want you to stay open to the possibilities and embrace change when it comes. So what is it you want to accomplish? You want to own your own business. You want to own apartment buildings. You want to own your own hotel. You want to own your own uh, portfolio. You want to start your own fund. What is it you want to accomplish? You, you want to gain more clients? Cool. Write down what your standards are. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to make those plans. But I don't want you to be stuck on how it gets done. Number four. So you have your ideas of, of what your, your goals are, what your standards are. I need you to write a mission statement. I want you to start writing down your values and your vision. And I want you to see where you want to go. I need you to have a roadmap because if we're going to get you from point A to point B to your freedom land, you have to have a roadmap of, of how to get there. Number five, I want you to embrace mentors. I want you to look for people whose lives or work or whatever they are doing that resembles that vision that you just wrote down. I want you to find them and I want you to work alongside them. Find out how you can help them. Find out how you can uh, add value to their circle. That is going to be key to where we have to get you to. See, a lot of these other people putting these platforms together, they don't know that we have to embrace fearlessness. And so they're not going to tell you this. They're just going to throw ads on their podcast. They're going to wear their sweatshirts. They're going to make their money. And they're just going to laugh at you. If you don't do what they say do. And I'm here to tell you, in order to get to your freedom land, you must be fearless. The next thing you're going to have to do is challenge yourself. The things that you know are your greatest hurdles, the things that you know are going to be the, the things that, are, that usually you would be afraid of. I need you to do those first. What is it you're afraid of? Is it public speaking? Is it networking? Is it meeting new people? What is it that you're afraid of? Do those first. Go learn those skills. Listen to this podcast. Gather those skills and go be fearless. And, and, and one of the last things I want you to do, I want you to think the biggest possible dream that you can 
possibly think of. The biggest dream. I don't want you just to get free. Because once you cross those lines and you're free, then what? You're free, cool. But then what happens? What life do you create after that? It has to be bigger than just being free, my friends. It has to be bigger than just being free. It has to be a grand vision for your life. I need you to understand that. Because one of the ways we're going to do that is through partnerships. We're going to figure out how to find the right people to work alongside your vision. Are you ready to partner? In order to partner, you can't be afraid. Because then those connections are going to sense that fear. And they're not going to want to work with you. Let's be fearless, my friends. And along with those mentors, along with those partnerships, I want you to have a strong circle of support around you at the times where it gets difficult. At the times where you got to cross the river instead of the bridge and you got to walk through that water. You're going to need people that understand where you are in your life and are going to have your back. When all else fails, I need you to take massive action. I need you to make massive plans and I need you to follow through on those plans. That's what I need you to do to be fearless. That's what I need you to do to reach your freedom land. That's what I need you to do to reach your ultimate vision for your life. Most people are not going to tell you this. They're just going to show you how you make a quick $300 and then go on and on about stories of how this person made money and this person made money. And then they'll say that what they're providing you is action steps. But if they're not telling you to be fearless, then they may be wanting you to stay enslaved. And before you know it, the main people who are enslaving you are the people who swear that they were trying to help you. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. Stay fearless. Stay present. And at all costs, stay alive. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. I am inviting you to join the exclusive Sip and Share Wine Club, which offers monthly and quarterly memberships available, deliveries of two, four, or six bottles of sweet, dry, or both wines right to your door at a 10% discount. Only 100 monthly members accept it. Begin enjoying all the privileges and benefits that go along with belonging to the club. There is no fee to join. You only pay the cost of your wine plus tax and shipping. Two wines is $38 plus tax and shipping. Four wines is $76 plus tax and shipping. And six wines is $114 plus taxes and shipping. Once again, join the Sip and Share Wine Club. This is your invite. Only 100 monthly members accepted. Now, Back to the show.